Hello, everybody. Welcome to this convention prep episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. I'm Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey. Oh, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I think oh. we're more high energy than normal for these convention prep episodes. Yeah. Because uh, we're watching a fun movie today. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's why, but sure, yeah, that's what it sure, is. Sure, that's that's what we're going to say. <laughs> Sure. Look, <laughs> I'm not. You, you clicked on the episodes. You know what movie we're watching? Yeah, it's Ice Cream Man. We're watching Ice Cream Man, which I don't know anything about other than some man named Clint Howard is in it. Clint Howard. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the only thing I know about Clint Howard is that Darcy from The Last Drive In loves him a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's her favorite person. She organized a whole episode. I want to say that was last season. So, season four of The Last Drive In? I feel like there should be more seasons of that show. Well, so it's the third time he's done this identical show. Yeah, I know. Bob. Anyways, she ordered a whole night that was just the Clint Howard night. Yeah. That was dedicated to Clint Howard. She loves him so much. But she did watch this movie on there. So if you guys have Shudder and this movie sounds interesting and you want to listen to people like maybe actually talk about this film like seriously... You could go watch that. We're semi-serious sometimes. Well, yeah, but we don't have the resources to do the amount of research that uh, they do on that show. You could. I do not have the resources. <laughs> you, didn't even, you didn't even catch it. I said you could. I'm not doing that. No. I do. I look. said I didn't have the resources, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah uh, you did. In fact, Bob we. is closer to having the resources because he buys Blu-rays. That's true, That's actually. like a big thing. We should hire. Never mind. We don't make. Like, we make money. <laughs> Who are we going to no pay? money. Who are we going to pay? Me? <laughs> I don't even pay, pay you now. <laughs> you pay yourself. I, oh, God. Yeah. By working your job. This is a deficit of my finances. <laughs> Me too, man. All right. I guess we're just going to get into it. Well, do you have something to share? I know what you have to share. Yeah, I, I brought you, it up. I texted you before. Okay. So, a very unserious aside to us talking about Clinton Howard and silly things. I was on Twitter, and Tony Todd, the guy who plays Candyman. He's great. I've met him in person. He's, like, really nice. Yeah, he's really cool. I follow him on Twitter because I follow a lot of random, like, I follow horror-adjacent people on Twitter or people in horror movies because I think they're interesting. I follow Joe Bob. I follow Darcy. And I follow Tony Todd. And I'm just scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I'm like, whoa, Tony Todd tweeted something. What is this? Because he doesn't tweet a lot. But when he does, it's important news. Tony Todd tweeted just a giant nug of weed and was like, Tony Todd, what is it? Tony Todd's Killer Kush LOC coming soon. The Candyman is selling weed. Yeah. Like, that's such a weird leap for me, I guess. Because, like, I haven't seen Candyman. I don't know a lot about Tony Todd. I just follow him because he was in my suggestion. I went, ah, horror man. I'll follow this guy. Does he, does he, like, how, I guess what I'm saying is, does he seem like the type of person that would smoke weed? He's like a theater guy. Mm, Well, that answers my (laughs) question. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he probably does. Okay. Well, if he's if he's selling weed, he probably does. Let's be honest. Well, okay. If you're gonna sell weed, you might as well smoke it. You know, if it's legal wherever you live, which I assume he lives in somewhere where. It, do you know where Tony Todd lives? Off the top of your head, probably California. No. Actors live in California, New York. I'm gonna say Chicago. Is weed legal in Chicago? I don't know. I have no idea. I genuinely don't. I know it's legal in California, and like Colorado. Chicago makes sense though for a theater man. That's like that's the city. That or like New York. But I could be, like, off there, you know? You could be. I don't know. I don't know. But I just thought I'd bring up that that's very funny because I know you love Tony Todd. No, he's great. But I also just like Candyman, so that's also a thing. Yeah. I, well, 
I was about to say I've never seen Tony Todd in a movie, but I've seen him in one movie, Hatchet. He was he was on screen for like thirty seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. He has he that was, cameo. Uh, Reverend Zombie, right? Yeah. Oh, that movie's so good. I love now, that film. That aside, I guess you want to get into uh, this. Sure. What's ice? Give me, hit me with the Ice Cream Man stuff. All right. So it's a film from nineteen ninety five. Okay. Another aside. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm. I think I'm learning. I don't like movies from the nineties, man. Not that I don't like. There's something about the '90s style that I just—it doesn't jive with me, man. Well, I'm like, sorry that it's not jiving with you, but also, I think on this podcast we've only watched films from like the early '90s. Mm, Arachnophobia is 1999. That doesn't count because it's all—it's super horror adjacent, anyways. It's only a horror film if you're afraid of spiders. So, you, oh man, yeah, I guess that's true. It's otherwise it's a thrillomedy. <laughs> that's garbage. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I would bring up the fact that there's something about every single time we watch a 90s movie where I go, this is off. Well, so a little, a little horror history lesson here off the top of my head without doing any, like, you know, fact double checking here. But basically, horror was kind of dying in the 90s. Yeah. Um, especially slashers. They were about dead. And then this little, little tiny film called Scream came along and revitalized the genre. And then everything was like Scream. We have all that, the whole wave of like meta horror came after Scream. Mm-hmm. But like the horror industry in the 90s and, you know, to an extent early 2000s can basically be divided into uh, pre-Scream and post-Scream. Okay. And we've really only watched horror movies that are pre-Scream for the 90s. I see. I don't know. I just... And it's fine to not like them, but you're basically judging a decade of media, but you're judging it on the films that come before like the point that marks that decade. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. I just I thought I would bring it up because I don't I don't know. I try to put my biases out there, I guess. I guess. I, I just my point is like you're judging it on the scraps of the eighties that have made it into the nineties. Fair enough. And not on the the nineties stuff. Okay. Another aside. I keep I'm sorry, there's just a lot. <laughs> my roommate texts me reminded me. There's an arachnophobia remake coming out. Hopefully. No! What do you mean, hopefully? No, I don't want to watch it. Well, you know how stuff is nowadays where things will get completed and then just... Tax right trashed. off. Yeah. yeah. So, my what I mean by hopefully, I know you're not looking forward to like an arachnophobia movie because you know you'll have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I say that more from the perspective of, like, I hope it actually makes it to production and then through production oh, it yeah. comes out. I think it'll be cool to, like... I hope they use real spiders again. Oh. It's a cool idea, and I want them to make it. Do um, I want to watch it? Absolutely did not. It as an actual horror movie and not a thrillomedy. Pretty great. No, <laughs> no. And used real spiders again. <laughs> no, I don't. I just oh, God. Real spiders are like the coolest part of that movie because you don't expect it. No, they're so scary. They look so good. They're so scary. All right, uh, I'm gonna actually get into candy. Yeah, man. back to ice cream. Stop man. doing your asides. Sorry, I called it candy man. It's ice cream man. Sorry, I just I'm excited. I want to talk about stuff. Yeah. Description. Clint Howard sells ice cream treats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What the he's fuck? Ice cream man. And I think we mentioned that you don't know a lot about Clint Howard. No, I don't know shit about this guy. Big thing to note about him is I think how a lot of people know him is as like a character actor. Like he does he tends to do smaller parts in films and like you know him because he's Clint Howard. And so he, he acts kind of like how Clint Howard acts in all those scenes. Does that make sense? You you know how character actors are, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just where it's, it's like interesting. It's that guy I see in every film, but I can liken them together because they have a similar 
acting style because obviously it's the same actor but it's usually over the top because that's what they're known for and he's one of those and he he's done a lot of horror films especially in smaller roles like we saw him in i think that was the first rob zombie halloween he was a doctor yes yeah i remember you mentioning that lots of roles like that where they're very small and you see him for half a second and fans get to go oh it's that person but he has a few films where he's like in a starring role ice cream man's one of them all right uh, length, it's an hour and 26 minutes. Okay. It's rated R. Good. Review scores. IMDb gave it a 4.7 out of 10. Ugh. <laughs> I couldn't find, like, a tomato meter score. Oh, that's on interesting. On Tomatoes. It just means that, like, so the thing you have to understand about uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes is sometimes films are from the era before these websites existed. Fair enough. So, like, critic scores don't automatically go into them. They have to be, like, added in after a fact. So it's kind of one of those things where they haven't been added in. Um, And then, obviously, the audience scores are always there. Uh, And then the audience score, 45%. It's kind of a little bit below middle of the road. (sighs) 45 and 47 are pretty close. Yeah. Or 4.7. Look, I'm just hoping it's one of those films where it's rated poorly, but I still have a good time. That's what I want. I just want to have a good time. This is going to be one of those things where if you go in having expectations, you're going to ruin it for yourself. Because that's the thing you do to yourself. (laughs) How am I not supposed to have expectations? Bob, I don't know, man. Sometimes you're like, I I had these expectations and now I'm disappointed. And then I get annoyed at you. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The fact that we watched two Return of the Living Dead films and I wanted them to be a Return of the Living Dead film and they weren't? Yeah, expectations. My bad. That's your fault. All right. I don't think it won any awards or got any nominations. So, okay. You know. Notable actors. Clint Howard as Gregory Tudor. Uh, he, This is a role you might know him in, or I'm going to be mad at you for having not seen this movie. <laughs> You're probably so, about to be pissed. Either or. Raider Operator in Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. Okay. You know the guy operating the Raider? He's mm-hmm. like, uh, sir, I, I see something. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Very funny role. It is funny. Funny movie. Olivia Hussey as Norse Wharton. That name's familiar. Mm-hmm. We've seen her on this podcast before. Have we? Yes. <sighs> Rack your brain, Bob. For some reason, my brain says Halloween 2. No. I don't know why. Wrong. Okay. What is it? Because I'm not going to get it. Jess in Black Christmas. Oh, we've seen... The main character of that movie. We've seen... Haven't we seen her in something else, too? Nope, that was Barbara. That was Barb. David Warner as Reverend Langley. Chancellor Gorkin in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Uh, he's also Spicer Lovejoy in Titanic. I haven't seen Titanic. Another well-known actor. All right, I'll give you another one. Steve Garvey. As Mr. Spodek. Okay. I, I didn't assume you'd know this one, but he was a major league baseball player for the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers <laughs> for a while. Okay. Uh, I never got into watching baseball. I didn't expect you to. I played baseball, but I didn't watch baseball. Fair enough. Uh, he also plays a little league coach in The Sandlot 2. Oh, I like The Sandlot. Those are good movies. At least the first two. Uh, Justin Isfeld as Johnny Spodak. Uh, he was the MILF guy slash Justin in the American Pie franchise. I haven't seen American Pie. Oh. Any of them. I figured as much. Those are like iconic 2000s films right there. You think I was watching movies in the 2000s, Ben? I was. <laughs> I wasn't. Andy McAfee as Heather Langley. Uh, she played Ashley. Ashley A. Armbruster, a kindergartner, 
and Tracy from Recess, who's on uh, 35 episodes from 1997 to 2001. Like the animated show Recess? Yeah. Okay, I was like, this is an adult person. This is a- Okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. That makes way more sense. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's a bit <laughs> befuddled. She got really, really short, yeah. and she played a kindergartner. I was like, a kindergartner, huh? Uh, Sandal Bergman as Marion Casera. Uh, he played, she played Valeria in Conan the Barbarian. I haven't seen it. Andrea Evans as Wanda. She played Rebecca Hotchkiss from Passions. Uh, she was on 627 episodes. Oh, is that a soap? Between 2008 and, well, 2000 and 2008. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's a soap mm. because that's about half the episodes that series was, which is about seventeen hundred between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand eight. Ben, that'll so be us someday. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! We're almost to a hundred. Uh, yeah, but I swear they gotta be better. Not be soap numbers. No, seventeen hundred in nine years. No, we would. Uh, I would think in we'd nine pass years. Away. That's more than one a day. <laughs> Well, it's not. I'm done. No, it's not. No, it's not. Hold on. It is a lot, though. It is a lot. If we keep up the pace we're going, we're going to get there. <laughs> we will not do that. We'll run out of movies first. No way. No way we'd run out. But we'll be scraping the bottom of the barrel. We'd be, yeah. David Nocton as Martin Cassera. Uh, he played David Kessler in an American wolf werewolf in London. Oh, I've heard that movie's good. Ben yeah. shaking his head. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to say anything. You were just shaking your head at me. It's just for you. Yeah. Jan Michael Vincent as Detective Gifford. I played Carbo and Bite the Bullet. I would like to mention here, Jan Michael is his first name. Oh. There's a there's a dash in it. Oh. So it's Jan hyphen Michael? And then Carl McKinnon as Jacob Spodek. Uh, he played Richard from The Walking Dead. Uh, he was on five episodes between 2016 and 2017. He also played General Braxton from Strange Angel. And he was on 13 episodes of that between 2018 and 2019. Okay. Okay. Shockingly high amount of well-known actors for this film. Just putting that out there. Because this was like a direct-to-video film. Whoa, really? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Don't be surprised by that. That's... I'm surprised by that mostly because there are a lot of people in it that I... Fair. Fair Generally know. Director is Norman Epstein. Uh, He doesn't direct... That's not what he does. Oh. He has a couple editorial stuff, like credits. That's usually what he does. This is like his only directing role. Huh. That's cool. He also worked on The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in 2006, and he was an editor on that. All right. For writers, there's two of them. Uh, Both have screenplay credits. Uh, The first is David Dopkin. He is primarily like producer and director kind of stuff. Uh, He has a couple like writing credits. But besides from this one, this one's his only screenplay. Oh, He has okay. a story by and a screenplay credit for this film. Everything else is just story credits, uh, which is pretty standard for producers. But he has a story credit on R.I.P.D. Oh, I didn't watch that. But that's like, oh, God, who's in that movie? It's some, oh, God. It's two very famous people. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard it's not a good movie. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty bad, actually. Do you not know who it is? No, I don't know. No, I couldn't remember. Oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds is the first of those two famous yep, people. Yep, it's Ryan Reynolds. Of. And then the other one is Jeff Bridges. Yep. I knew it was somebody that I wasn't going to remember the name of, but I knew who it was. There's other people in that film that are famous. Like yeah, but like those Kevin are the Bacon. two guys. Huh? Like Kevin Bacon. Oh, well, what, Kevin Bacon is only important for me for Tremors. That is it. Oh, wait. I guess you don't know horror films. That's fine. What? We'll get to it. Is other. he in other stuff? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 
fun fact, because apparently you aren't aware of this, uh, which is surprising that this hasn't come up yet. Most actors, especially back in the day, like when horror films were like kind of spit upon, got their start in horror films, mm-hmm. especially smaller horror films. Oh. And so basically every like famous actor, probably from before the 2000s, like the 1980s to the 2000s, like big actors, you could probably find in some horror film like early on. Yeah, I assume Kevin Bacon's was Tremors. Nah, nah. <laughs> really? No. Huh. Okay. I, I could tell you now, but he's in a very famous film. Oh. Uh, or we could wait until we get to that film. I'm going to wait. Are, are we ever going to actually get to that yes. film? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, it must be important then, huh? His, his first uh, like film role was a horror film. Oh, God. Pretty famous I'm one. I'm not going to be able to guess it. No. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, the other writer is Fen Davison, and he also doesn't have any other writing credits. This movie's full of a bunch of people that only did this film, basically. Yes. <laughs> Damn. But he played Sven from Vampire Zombie Werewolf, which was a TV show. <laughs> what the fuck? Could find very little information on that. I couldn't even find how many episodes this character was in, but the show had one season between 2010 and 2011. Okay. Uh, budget's estimated at $2 million. That seems like a lot of money for a direct-to-video film. Kind of, yeah. But, again, I had no box office because it's direct-to-video. Country of origin, United States. Uh, there's no, like, alternate titles for you. Okay. So, uh, sorry about that. You just got to call it Ice Cream Man. Tagline. So, uh, before I give this to you, I want you to understand that it leads into the title, okay? Okay. So the tagline is, I scream, you scream, we all scream for the... Ice cream, man. Okay. Yeah. Can I bring up something? What? You forgot to give the tagline for Return of the Living Dead 3 at on the episode, and I want to ask for it now, because you said it was a spoiler, but now I want to know what it is. Oh, I told you to remind me, so this is your fault. This is absolutely my fault. I just want to know. She's to die for. Mm, that's that's good, knowing what the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take this clip, and I'm going to edit it into that episode, <laughs> from this episode. Can you keep in the part where you're like, yeah, this is totally my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you know, sure. add this as an outtake to that episode. No, it's not. It's gonna go in the episode. Oh, it has to go at the end, anyways. Yeah, starting as an outtake. You're sure. Like, this is a clip from. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also leaving this in this episode. I'm not removing this. Oh, well, that's just lazy. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's what it is. <laughs> I needed a clip of you saying the tagline. You guys listening heard this last week. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, they don't know what this is from though. Now they do. They do. Yes, they do. We haven't said anything incriminating yet. Fuck you. You want my That'll facts? That'll be the end of the clip. You want my facts? <laughs> yeah. I'll take All your right. facts. I already gave it to you. This is a direct-to-video film. <laughs> That's your only fact? Yeah. Okay, can we talk about ice cream for a second? Oh, okay. Did you ever have an ice cream truck, like, around your neighborhood growing up? It drove through occasionally, but mm. it drove through. It never stopped. <laughs> it drove through your neighborhood, like, max speed? <laughs> Oh, my God. So, I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere, so I never got ice cream. Like, that didn't happen. But when I went to work with my dad, we always worked in neighborhoods and stuff, and there would an ice cream truck would come through, and it was, like, the fucking best day ever. Because I'd be, like, hot in the summer doing physical labor with my father, and I'd be like, Dad, for the love of God, give me some ice cream, please. Please. It was awesome. I always got the little SpongeBob bone with, like, the candy eyeballs and stuff. Delicious. So good. I just thought I'd bring up ice cream since this is an ice cream related film. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Yeah, I really don't have facts on this. And also, I didn't want to look really hard. So, <laughs> Good to know. Thank you, Ben. Like, 
facts were really hard to find. Yeah, I know. And scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I'm sure if I found a, a video, I could maybe find some behind-the-scenes stuff. Once again, you, you'll watch that that fancy dancy the last drive-in kind of episode they where should they sponsor do us. this film they should shutter yeah shutter should sponsor we show them a lot shout out to shutter shout out to you shutter sponsor us please for the love of god we're too small to get sponsored by that that's not true that'd be great though that would be great yeah all right we're gonna go watch this film yeah we'll uh see you guys in a minute Hey everybody, welcome back. We just finished watching Ice Cream Man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to to Uh, think of the best way to put this uh, and not have Bob fight me. (laughs) That's fair. This is not like a good movie. However, you can have a good time watching it. You know, this is kind of in that category of so bad it's good. It, I don't even think it's so bad it's good. Straight up. Bob. What? Shh. <laughs> Sweet summer child. <laughs> it's not It's not a good movie. However, so bad it's good. I mean, straight up, like th- this film has a cult following. It does. Uh, Bob's like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm in that following. But uh, a, lot, a lot of the reason people like it is because it has such evident problems. Oh, yeah. That it's like... It's almost comedic how blatantly bad some of the things are. Uh, so basically, I think the way to think about this film is it's an unintentional like dark comedy where it's like the production value, the production issues cause the comedic moments in this film. And so it's like not so bad it's funny, but like so bizarre it's funny. It's definitely a bizarre film. I'll give you that. And combined with the tone, it's just kind of... Point being, not great film, but it's kind of enjoyable to watch, especially with friends for the what the fuck factor. I had a great time. Bob had a great time. But then again, Bob also had a great time with Night of the Leafus. So That movie's awesome. Sure thing, Bob. Look. Uh, look. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Can I just get into describing the plot when no, we argue you, about this you, No, I'm going to argue right now because you started with it. You opened with the argument. Well, I was about to give my recommendation before we get into the... Not my recommendation, but, you know, my, like... Your description? Before I do my description, kind of disclaimer what this was. So don't get into a fight with me yet. Okay, I'll hold off. All right. Uh, So point being is if, like, a So Bad It's Good film or, like, a kind of What the Fuck film sounds good, go watch this before I spoil stuff for you because, like, a lot of the enjoyment of this film, and I think Bob will agree with me here, is just kind of the surprise factor. You know, mm-hmm. um, so if you want the best experience, go watch that. So that's always the case, but especially with this film. Um, so with that note, I'm gonna get into the uh, description here. Bob's an idiot. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I didn't spill um, anything. Yeah, but it's like your second time knocking down a drink today. Second? I'm gonna count the other one. It didn't fall. <laughs> you're, dude. No. If you're gonna say, you shut up. Stop All it right. right now. So. The plot here is pretty simple because it's basically the cover of the movie. It's basically the name. Clint Howard's an ice cream man, and he's maniacal. Not maniacal. No. Creepy? He's a creep. He's a creep. And just, like, generally unnerving. Yeah. At at least unsettling, especially as a man who serves ice cream treats, the children, on the huge, 
Yeah, it's his job. Not the type of man you want having that job. Mm-mm. But very clearly, he's like not right in the head and starts murdering. Yeah. That's basically the whole plot right there. Oh, and some kids are just uh, investigating. Yeah. that That's the whole movie. That's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Very simple plot. In fact, this definitely could have been a TV show episode, which I'll get into later. But like the the really the important parts of this could probably be cut down to 20 minutes, maybe 30. Yeah, it does. It is basically the plot of an episode of Goosebumps. Yes. Which is that's a great way to start this. So we're about to get started with discussion. So if you don't want any specific spoilers, go watch it now. But yeah, this is basically a Goosebumps film. Mm hmm. Like it feels like a Goosebumps TV show or a Tales from the Crypt TV show kind of thing where it's like a 30-minute episode and then they took that 30-minute episode idea and just padded it with a bunch of shit. A bunch of side plot. To make it full-length movie mm-hmm. length. Additionally, there's some weird like fades to black. Like they're cutting for commercials. Yeah. Which feels like either this was intended for TV or it was originally a TV show episode that they just padded with extra stuff. Yeah. Point being, though, it, this really is tonally it feels like a goosebumps episode with like the kids leading the cast and everything and just the way clint howard is portrayed as a character it it just really feels like a goosebumps kind of thing in fact i'm not sure what the target audience was intended to be for this film because besides from some of the gore and some of the bad language in like one or two scenes mm-hmm. it just straight up feels like a made for tv maybe TV 14 PG kind of thing. Yeah. And I I don't even think some of, like, the actual content of the movie is really that bad. No. There are some, like, I guess, uh, not really a spoiler since we kind of talked about it, but there are side plots to this that are, like, it's not that's not a kid-friendly side plot, but it doesn't really matter. But it shouldn't have been, like, I actually know what got this to an R rating. Oh. Language? Okay. May... So there's a bunch of things that would get it to PG, PG PG-13. Um, but I think the things that got it R rating were some bad words, mm-hmm. but used like in one scene. Yeah, and also there is the briefest shot of uh breasts. Oh, I guess in that yeah, I didn't even think about that. But without those like two scenes, this would have been like PG thirteen. It's just really bizarre. It is bizarre, um, because like it feels like it shot for a much younger audience. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way Clint Howard's Ice Cream Man is portrayed. Um, so maybe it's like for younger kids trying to get into horror maybe like but he's that not doesn't work overtly scary but to a child like if i watched this when i was like eight or nine this would have scared the piss out of me right so like the perfect age to watch goosebumps yeah like clint howard would be very scary if i were eight or nine yeah and i would have nightmares about the ice cream man but seeing it as an adult i go well he's just a funny little guy actually seeing it as an adult i'm like he's not that bad nah well there was also that I, clint howard's not a bad guy Wow. The Ice Cream Man, not terrible. Not terrible. Not good. Not good. But, like, he Especially really by doesn't... the end. He, by the, the end of the film, he's a... Look. But for the first hour and, a, like, hour... It's like, the Ice Cream Man is not so bad. Also, these cops suck. But, yeah, it feels like a Goosebump films. The other thing that's just not great about this, this is probably going to be our main discussion here, is that there's so much nonsense in this film. There's so much like, nonsense. We said the actual plot of this film is maybe 20 minutes. But there's so many bizarre side plots and, like, random world-building choices. There's, like, excursions in the middle of this film. The whole film feels like a first draft of a screenplay, but 
a very unpolished first draft of a screenplay mm-hmm. where it's like you're just experimenting with ideas to see what sticks, you know, throwing stuff against the wall. Because, like, A, some plots don't feel like they go anywhere, but some just feel, like, way too much. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. some things are just nonsense. Uh, I'm going to give an example really quick. So, again, spoilers here. Uh, because the nonsense here is probably the most entertaining part of the film. But, like, a plot that seems like it's going too far is there's this whole subplot of Clint Howard used to be in an asylum. Yeah. And we get a bunch of flashbacks uh, when he's having, like, moments. And they're, they're, they work. They they're establish they, everything. Yeah. They're pretty great. But then we get to watch two cops go to the asylum. Just didn't need that. No. It's it too much. no purpose to the film. Yeah. But also it's just... I guess the word would be too 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 much show. Yeah, I, you don't need it because you're already basically established what happened to him there in the flashbacks, and the cops going to see it is it, it takes away from the rest of the film too much. It legitimately feels like they were trying to pad time in this movie. Yeah, like it. You like could have sh- just given me more ice cream man nonsense. Yeah, and I would have been fine with it. It just feels like the shot was shot after the film was over, and they just needed more time. Yeah. Uh, another thing in this film that's like that didn't need to be here. Because it went nowhere, and also it doesn't make sense, is one of the characters, one of the kid characters, her dad's a preacher. But he's like... Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Right, because it's so minor. <laughs> it's also just nonsense. But it's also just, what the fuck? But he's a preacher. We meet him. He seems like a a fairly just yeah, normal, normal guy. We don't even realize he's a preacher until they give an offhanded comment. Mm-hmm. One of the cops like says it to him or something. Like I think they call him... Preacher Langley or something. But he's a pretty, like, I just want to say, like, I, I guess the word I would use is extreme because oh yeah, we see a, a sermon he's giving where he's given himself stigmata mm-hmm. during the service. Yeah. Which, it seems like he's the only preacher in this town, so that seems to be normal for everyone. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, he did it, whatever. But also, like, his wife, in one scene, he was having her be possessed by the spirit of, like, Gabriel. Yeah. She's, like, foaming at the mouth and speaking in tongues. And it, it's just a weird scene to put in there because, like, the kid's obviously uncomfortable from this. Yeah, like but it doesn't... Like, they show the kid being uncomfortable. And then we get to see some side characters go, she's been a weird with her mom lately. Yeah, She's just it, like, why is this here? It doesn't add anything to the film. Like, it never gets addressed again. It just adds what the fuck to the film. Which is, I guess, nice if but, that's what you want. Yes, but I think it's a good exemplifier of, like, the parts of the film that weren't mandatory. We're just all that. Yeah, that's true. That's completely fair. Aside from that, the only things I really have to mention is A, one of the kids, Tuna, <laughs> he's supposed to be fat, not fat. He just has no. a pillow stuffed in his shirt. Yeah. Uh, and then also Clint Howard just makes this movie. He's the best part. He's the only reason I would watch this film. He just, he really sells it. Uh, he goes all the way home and just being this creepy kind of unsettling ice cream man. Yeah. Who's just like, very clearly not well. Mm-hmm. Very unwell. Like, that's the whole thing I'd say for the character is, like, he's not necessarily evil. He's just not no. well. And this I don't not think a well man. he views himself as evil either. Like, he's not doing this to be malicious. He's doing it because he's not okay? No, it, this is a good representation of a character who it's like, I would just... You're going back to the home when you're getting arrested. Like... Yeah. The uh, insane asylum. He just needs to be, like, put in an institution. And given actual help and not the help he received at his previous institution. Which was not help at all. Which was uh, very clearly torture. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. All right. 
<laughs> Do you have anything else to say about this film that isn't going to be said in like the recommendations or the reviews? Because that's that's where I'm at. I, the, everything else I want to say, I'm going to say in the review part. <laughs> oh, God, I don't want this. Um, it's just an experience. It, it really is just an experience. Because it's not like a good film. It just is. It just kind of is, yeah. I will say, did we, have you, uh, can we do this now? To, I don't want to say pad time like they did in this movie. But <laughs> can we talk about who's going to be at the convention from this film real quick? Because I, I do want to talk oh, about that. Oh, yeah, we can say that now. I didn't say that earlier, but it should be obvious. It's going to be Clint Howard. And uh, you know what? I've only seen this film with him <laughs> in it, and <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. So Bob knows who who it was going to be. Yeah, I didn't think about I it. I set it up to him. Right before we hit the record button, Bob went, wait, is Clint Howard going to be at the <laughs> I was just like, yes, Bob. I'm duh. stupid. I'm so dumb. No, look. Okay. I hadn't thought about it, and I knew Clint Howard was going to be there, but I hadn't in my brain connected that he, like, I hadn't had the realization that Clint Howard was going to be at the convention after seeing the film. Like, it was the first moment where I got, oh, my God, I'm going to go meet Clint Howard. He's the best part of this film, and I literally am so excited to meet him after one movie. He's so cool. Yeah. I just wanted to say that before, like, we move on to anything else. Like, he definitely is the highlight of this movie. And he's so good at being the weirdest man. Yeah. In the best, like, I don't even know how to say it. Like, in the best way possible. He's just so, ah. He, there was a scene where I was literally like, holy shit. That might be, that was one of the craziest pieces of cinema I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and this movie's not good. And it was just Clint Howard on screen. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> this guy's awesome. I, yeah. I like him a lot. All right. Uh, I guess we're just going to do recommendations now. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> Look, if you're a fan of Clint Howard and you haven't seen this movie, watch it. Like, I, I cannot recommend this movie if you're a fan of him enough. He does such a phenomenal job. of. It's such a nuanced performance because, like, anyone can just be like, ah, I'm a crazy ice cream man killing people. But he's just, he's, he's not that. Well, he is that, but he's... He is that, but he's not at the same time. And it's very well done. It's a very nuanced performance, which is so weird to say in such a terrible <laughs> movie. But, like, he does a, a really, 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 really good job. And I just, I can't not recommend it for that. Another thing, Ben did say this is kind of like a Goosebumps episode. If you want to watch a movie with a gang of children as the protagonist, it has Ooh. that. Okay, kids aren't bad as protagonists if you have a good director who can uh, direct them well. Yeah, these kids kind of suck. I will say Small Paul, not bad. I like Small Paul. I'll give him that. Might be because he gets, like, not a lot of scenes. <laughs> Maybe, but you know. He's small, and so Bob identifies with him. Fuck you. You're not that much taller than me. <laughs> if you want to watch a movie with, like, a gang of kids as a protagonist, it's fine for that, I guess. So I can recommend it for that at least. Uh, if you want to watch a movie with your friends, this is a fantastic movie for friends. Like, while this movie is not good, I will defend it because I liked it. You had a good experience. I had a great experience watching this film. But that is 100% because you were with me and we were just talking and shooting this shit the whole time. I don't know, man. Because there's a lot of downtime in this film. Yeah, it's a, it's a it feels long, man. Even though it's an hour and 26 minutes. <laughs> it feels much longer than that. But if you want to watch this movie... Like, watch a movie with friends that is a stupid, fun movie. This movie is so stupid and fun. Like, yeah. I, if I were to, like, get some friends together and they were like, you want to watch a home movie? I'd go, yeah, let's watch Ice Cream Man. I'm not sure how the rewatch value of this film is. Well, I do because I've rewatched it. Yeah, um, I don't think it has amazing rewatch value, but just seeing your friends' reactions to the what the fuck of this film makes it better. is incredible. 
Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't have anything else. <laughs> okay. I was trying to think. I was really trying. All right. First, first one off the back. If you like Clint Howard, uh, this is a good Clint Howard film. It's probably one of his more iconic ones, at least for him as like a starring role. Is not my favorite Clint Howard film. I'm not going to say what that is because you might watch it with Bob later, and I don't want to give him any spoilers. Oh, but if you know if if you like want to watch a Clint Howard film or at least see Clint Howard in a film, uh, this is a pretty good one for that because like it's not often he has like center stage, especially in a horror film like that. Next one with friends is a pretty good option here. Uh, that's kind of the recommended way I would watch this film. <laughs> pretty obviously because it's not like great but it's fun to like poke fun at and just have a lot of fun while watching my next recommendation is like bob said if you're a fan of like goosebumps or kind of like a more childlike show like that uh, maybe this is up your alley in fact besides for like a few content issues which if you're really curious about you probably check the online for why this got an r rating this is probably a decent thing for like not younger kids but like 13 14 Preteens, yeah, not teens, but like preteens. Yeah, I mean, look, if I saw this at sixteen and it was like this is a horror no. movie, I would be ass. But like thirteen, fourteen, it's pretty okay. I wouldn't even say thirteen, fourteen, maybe like twelve, mm. ten to twelve. Look, I was very there's scared. A, there's a f- you were, but there's a f- if you're at the right age to watch Goosebumps, yeah, this is probably the right age for you to watch this film and have this be like a cool adult film because there's a few <laughs> adulty elements. There's some. Look, I wanted more. Let's put it that way. But yeah, I again, get it. it doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. And then if you just kind of want to, kind of like a what the fuck film. <laughs> yeah, it's very what the fuck. Just like, where did that come from? I don't know. Not going to question it. Or how did you get there? <laughs> that right. That is probably one of my favorite parts of this film is when I just went, how did you get there? And then went, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bob, give me your rating so I can get mad at you. Oh, man. Okay. So this is where Ben's about to get really mad at me. You're in kicking distance. I wanted you to know that. <laughs> I backed up. Um, look, look. Okay, 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 okay. The premise of an ice cream man murderer is in and of itself pretty ridiculous, is it not? Answer my question. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, but also not really, because it's okay. Depending on how you handle it, it's ridiculous, right? Okay. Like this was handled ridiculously. However. An ice cream man that could kill kids is very realistic. I mean, look at, uh, what is it, John Wayne Gacy, the guy who dressed as a clown? He didn't kill any kids. Did he not? No. Spoiler, I guess. No kids were murdered. Only adults. John Wayne Gacy, the serial killer. No, I'm talking about the ice cream man. I'm talking about the serial killer that killed kids by dressing up as a clown. I'm saying. To use it as an example of, like, you know. How the idea of an ice cream man, you could treat it outlandishly or you could take it super seriously as like, what's a great way to lure children? But they didn't do that. He only kills adults in this film. That was not my point, Bob. Shut the fuck up. That's the point I'm trying to get across. Don't kick me. Look, my argument is the idea of an ice cream man murderer is in and of itself pretty ridiculous. Well, that was my point. It's not necessarily in and of itself ridiculous. It is when he's not doing it to children. It's still not necessarily ridiculous. That was my point. Look, this I is think handled it is. ridiculously, though. I think it is. It can go either way. Look, all I'm saying is I think they took the premise of an ice cream man murderer and at least met expectations with it, okay? And I think Clint Howard does a great job. The rest of the 
things that happen in this film are whatever. And also, some of the like practical stuff is okay. It's not great. If you give this a four, I'm going to walk over there and slap you. <laughs> I'm not that. No, look. Okay. This is not one of those moments. <laughs> it's five. <laughs> Three. The disappointment on Ben's face. But no, I think they took the premise <laughs> not of mad. like. I'm just disappointed. Of like an ice cream man murderer who has, who is very unwell. And they did not amazing things with it. But they at least did it well enough that I enjoyed it. So I got to give it a three. Like, I I like this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. I'm surprised I'm not injured yet. No, I was expecting that from you. Okay. You were really selling it there for a second. I thought you were going to give it a four, and I was no. really like, Bob, no. You no, not, not that You got to take a point off, at least. All right. Look. This is not a good movie. Fuck you. It, shut up, Bob. This is my time. This is not a good movie. It's objectively like a bad film. It, it does, uh, at least to me, feel like a 20-minute like TV show, 20-30 minute like, of actual content, and then just padded with a bunch of random stuff they threw in. Um, in fact, Bob noted that some of the scenes feel like they were shot first, and then they added stuff to later, mm-hmm. which seems to fit with that concept like to be honest i wouldn't be surprised if someone told me like that's actually what happened this was a tv show episode that they just greenlit to be a whole movie you know and that shows like a lot of this is really really weak because of it like there's just a lot of issues in fact the saving graces of this film are clint howard acting as the ice cream man uh, because he's totally over top but he totally just makes the performance his own but also just the nonsense. Yeah. Like, this film works because it's unintentionally funny. Like, so much of the best parts of this film are great because it's just... It shouldn't have been in this film. Like, that shouldn't have worked. <laughs> and it doesn't. And that's why I'm like, oh, this is fun. You know, we mentioned the whole thing, subplot with the preacher, where it's just like, this should not have made it into the movie. No, why What is the this fuck here? is this? There's um, a whole scene in the church that's completely unnecessary. Yeah. Or the I think the most egregious version of this, Olivia Hussey. Oh my god. Who plays god. Nurse Warden is I think I did the math. She's like 44. Yeah. When this film was made and she looks pretty young. Yeah. But she's playing a role that is at the very least supposed to be 70. Oh yeah. So she's dressed like an old woman, but she looks like Early 40s, late 30s. Yeah. Doesn't work at all. She seems like a crazy person. Yeah. And there's a ton of, like, like what the fuck stuff in this film uh, like that, where it's just like, I enjoy this, but these are very evident examples of not good things. Fair. Additionally, for, like, Bob says he likes this, and he thought it met expectations for an Ice Cream Man movie. I, I gotta say, I don't think so. I think Clint Howard does a great ice cream man and like he saves the movie with that performance. But objectively, there's like not a lot of ice cream man in this ice cream man film. Yeah. It's a lot of these kids investigating or like these B plots that don't matter. And I mean, even the ice cream man we get, Bob gave you a spoiler earlier uh, while I was talking about the John Wayne Gacy thing and he got confused. 
But he was like, yeah, no kids get murdered. And that's the thing. In an Ice Cream Man film, you know what I expect to happen? Expect kids to get murdered. You know who doesn't get murdered? Kids. In fact, not many people get murdered. Yeah. He has a lame body count until, again, spoiler here, the last, like, 30 minutes. And they really do feel, like, thrown in. Yeah. In a way where it's like, this feels like reshoots. I think it, and I think part of that is because, like... This film probably had some reshoots. Well, no, because up to this point, the Ice Cream Man did not feel evil in any way or malicious in any way. Like, he he had killed some people, but it was people that, I don't want to say deserve to die, but people that were kind of shitty. Fair, but my, my thing is that it, it feels tonally different and, like, it was just thrown in. I'm saying like, I, it's like, thrown in to make the ending feel less bad. I, and it doesn't work. No, and they it just, doesn't. They, they, the kills there feel out of nowhere, and it just, point being, this doesn't feel like a film about a killer ice cream man. It feels no. like a film about a creepy ice cream man, and that's different. Point being, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> Give it a one and a half. Oh, my God. It doesn't deserve a one and a half. Straight up. Straight up, it does. Because, like, A, I feel like it fails at the concept. For how good Clint Howard does, I do feel like it fails at the concept, which would make it, like, a two. And then it's just the fact that there's so much filler. Like, this is a really slow movie that takes away, like, another half point. Yeah, that's that's fair. I... I didn't ask during the movie, but I felt like asking, when is this going to be over? My point being is, like, to be honest, I think this film is, like, really, really bad. But it really is, like, Clint Howard and a lot of the unintentional, like, comedic, like, elements that really save it. Mm -hmm. I can give it that half star uh, to make it a one and a half and not just a one. And I do need to stress, though, that, like, while I'm giving it a low rating, that doesn't mean it's not an enjoyable film. Absolutely. Like, I had a fun time watching it with Bob. And all the times I've seen it, I've had a fun time. I understand why this is like a cult film that people like. I'm one of them. And Bob's one of them. Heck, I might even kind of be one of them, but I'm just trying to be like objective, objective. and rating it as a film. Fair enough, and, man. Um, I get it. Since Bob's the one who's rating it as like enjoyment more so, I got to be a little bit harsher. And yeah, I mean, we're going to set up with a one and a half. Because it, it's a film. It, it's but it, it feels kind of barely at times. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah, it feels... Sometimes I'm just like, well, that should have been a commercial cut right there. <laughs> but this is not a commercial kind of movie. This mm-hmm. is straight the video. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre in some weird technical ways. On that note, we are going to go to outtakes. Yeah. But before we go to outtakes, I do want to tell Bob a little fun fact. Oh, okay. It's the only fun fact we're going to get before we uh, close shop and move on. But... On uh, October 9th, 2014, there was a Kickstarter campaign uh, backed by Clint Howard to fund a sequel for this film titled Ice Cream Man 2 Sunday, Bloody Sunday, um, which was supposed to coincide with the film's film's 20th anniversary, but didn't make enough money. It only got like $4,000 and uh, 70 backers. But from what I could find is like the project wasn't abandoned. So I think it's one of those things where, like, Clint Howard would be interested in doing it still. I'd watch it. I know you'd watch it. But I just think there wasn't enough hype. So I that's did... something to see about and, like, think about. Hope for. Uh, and hope for. Although I do need to stress that I think if they made a sequel to this film, either it, it wouldn't work at all or it just wouldn't be the same. Because, uh, like, as I said in my, my rating right there, I feel a lot of this is, A, Clint Howard's performance. So you need him to come back. Oh, yeah. Might be an issue. 
but also a lot of the unintentional comedic moments and it's kind of hard to capture that with intentional writing yeah i guess so while it'd be cool to see might be might be very difficult i would love to see it i would be so hyped you have no idea you can ask clint howard about it when we uh i fucking will go to the convention so cool huh anyways uh we're gonna go to the outtakes now yeah we'll uh we'll see you guys in a minute Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of The Ice Cream Man so far. I really love this film. I think it's super fun. I think Clint Howard does a fantastic job. But I get that objectively, it's not an amazing film on its own. But if you do not want any spoilers in the outtake section of this episode, please skip to 57 minutes and 45 seconds immediately. This first outtake is Ben and I's reaction to the beginning of this film. I was saying... Okay. I don't know what you were saying. Close your eyes. This is on shutter. Because if it's not, we might be in trouble. There it is. Bob, you fucking bitch. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Why? Oh, my God. What did I do? You farted. That was my stomach. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that actually your stomach? Yes. That. Oh, it's playing, by the way. Oh, it sounded like you took the fattest shit in your pants. I legitimately no. thought you just shit yourself. I'm lactose intolerant. I just took a giant <laughs> drink of this coffee. <laughs> That's a good outtake. I'm scared of what this film's going to be now. <laughs> Watching a film about milk. Oh, yeah. Did you drink milk? Is this black and white? No way this whole film's black and white. In 1990. Three? 1995, I'm sorry, I forgot. Well, it's not all black and white. There's red lettering. There is red lettering. Oh my god, are they shooting up an ice cream? He's dead. That guy just died. These people just shot up an ice cream truck. What do they hate? Fun? This next clip is our reaction to the Ice Cream Man's origin story. What a crazy villain backstory. This is like something, this is a Batman moment for this kid. My ice cream man was murdered. So now I'm proud of me. I'm now I must avenge him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <very laughs> okay, you could stop. This next clip is my reaction to seeing Clint Howard portray the ice cream man for the very first time. Oh! <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. What's your problem, mister? Oh my god, Clint Howard's a freak. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to some absolute fucking shenanigans in this film. What is happening in there? What the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? <gasps> This next clip is a kid fucking around and finding out. <laughs> no, we gotta call it You Can't Run From The Ice Cream Man. You little turds can't run from the ice cream man. Nah, nah, Tuna nah. definitely can't run. No, he can't. This next clip is our reaction to the ice cream man running into one of the kids at the grocery store. I, I just like Glenn Howard. He's great. He's kind of funky. But in the best way. That's what I was about to say. He's funky, but in like the best way possible. He's funky like a good cheese is funky. Like a good <laughs> Look at his fucking face. He's so good. 
Oh, oh but he doesn't shoes. know the shoes. This is awesome. You buy whipped cream? I guess he needs it, huh? Yeah. For his truck. For his ice cream treats. This next clip is our reaction to one of the children's absolutely ridiculous escape from the ice cream man. <laughs> what an ice cream Look man Look at Tuna response. hiding so well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Even he fucking's calling him fat. He's supposed to be a fat character, but they couldn't get a fat kid actor. Which yeah. is egregious, because how do you not get a fat kid actor? Yeah, I know, right? Also, that. <laughs> that just wouldn't work. Someone. Also, this orange cart is 150 pounds heavier with how fat Tuna's supposed to be. Yeah, and the lady just doesn't notice? And also, how does no one no notice that? No one else that? is saying anything! He's definitely just kicking that person in the shins. He just rolls off like nothing happened. It's like the worst Mission Impossible set. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to why the cops in this film fucking suck. They don't even feel bad. No, they're like, we searched. Hey, okay, look. This is how you search. I don't think the man should keep killing these kids. If he killed one of these cops, I wouldn't feel as bad. Yeah, and they're still, they're done. And now they're just smashing They're smashing stuff. his shit. What a bunch of assholes. That looks like Joe Bob. <laughs> Does it not? This fucking like shrine to Butch Brickle. He's he's even got a flavor called Butter Brickle. This next clip is my realization that the cops in this film are so incompetent it's insane. You definitely have more. Th you know what they didn't search, and it's insane to me. They didn't search the actual truck. They searched everything else. Uh, they yeah. smashed Ice Cream King to bits. <laughs> but they didn't search the truck, where there's definitely a corpse. We didn't say they were good cops. <laughs> you killed her dog! Yeah, but the dog is technically probably around there somewhere. That's true. Also in the truck. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to some more what-the-fuck moments in this film. <laughs> oh, my God. He gave himself stigmata. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Oh, my God. He did. <gasps> this movie is all over the place. Also, no one's questioning this guy. This kid's just back in church. Yeah, he's back. With his mom. Yeah. Kid was missing. Says the ice cream man kidnapped him. Nobody knows. Well, I like the fact that they searched the ice cream man because he was missing. No, they searched him because no, because that kid said that no. he's going to try and kill him. Right, right. All fair. And also, this kid came home and said, I just watched the ice cream man murder this grown man, right? But the mm -hmm. cops went to the ice cream man and were like, you have to understand, the people get a little wild when there's a kid missing. This next clip is our reaction to the ice cream man getting someone in a very creative way. I love how no one knows his name. It's just ice cream, cream man. man. He's only been referred to by his name by the cops, like, once. But once, and every other time they just call him Ice Cream Man. <laughs> oh, my God. You just fucking waffle ironed him? That was awesome. 
This next clip is Ben and I reacting to the Ice Cream Man staying hidden in the most ridiculous way possible and then reappearing instantly to scare the shit out of some of the kids. He is definitely Rude. not leading gun first like he should be. <laughs> that might be one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that should not have worked. That was awesome. Man, I like this movie. That did work because he didn't have the, like, the flashlight pointed out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God! This next clip is our reaction to probably the most ridiculous moment in this entire film. How did he get up there? That was absurd. <laughs> Yeah, it was. This final clip is our reaction to the fate of small Paul. <laughs> Come inside, crazy lady. She's batshit. I gotta put Gabriel back inside you. Oh, they're all wearing berets. Where's Paul? That's Paul, right? No, that's Roger. Where's Paul? Nah, that's... That's Paul, right? None of these kids are Paul. Oh, where is small Paul? Therapy! What is small Paul doing in therapy? What do you think he's doing, Bob? He's making ice cream. Hi everybody, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. I don't know what's going to be in there, we marked a lot. Don't Probably know if they're good though. a lot of laughing and going, oh my god. Just Bob laughing. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> me groaning. <laughs> and me just going, Clint Howard, man. Alright, we don't have, well actually we kind of have a lot of announcements today. We, we have two announcements. That's a lot for us. Uh, for us, yeah. Alright, so, you know, this is our convention episode. It's It's Saturday. So, as always, we have our normal episode coming out next Friday. Mm -hmm. So, look forward to that, guys. But, obviously, there's no Ice Cream Man 2. So, I want one. we're not doing that Monday. However, we are going to be releasing something Monday. We are going to be releasing a guest episode. Yeah. Woo. Uh, it's Abby again. Yeah. If you guys remember her from Audition back in Season 2. Two? And the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah. But that episode is also a convention prep episode. Yeah. It's kind of a double feature. It's a guest episode, but that movie also is convention prep. Uh, we're going to be watching Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to watch this film. So I guess look forward to that if you want to see us review Cocaine Bear. I'm excited to watch it because it's a newer film. We don't get to do a lot of new no, stuff. like never. Because it's hard. Yeah. Because we want to go see it in theaters, but then it's like, well, how do we do the show? Because yeah. there'd be no outtake section. No outtake section. It'd just be us coming home and then talking about it. Yeah, which isn't as fun. No, and then also you don't have the first reaction kind of outtakes. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to be coming out Monday as like a guest episode. And then obviously next Saturday we're going to have a regular convention episode. Yeah. And so that is going to be us finishing up Hatchet. So we're going to be watching Hatchet 2 that Saturday. Woo! 
Hatchet three Monday. Hell yeah. And then Victor Crowley Wednesday. Yes. Bob sounds really excited here. He will not be excited when he has to edit these. So No, I won't. But look. Send look him here. send him some some fun stuff. Look. To make him feel better. Look, look, look. I'm excited because You like the first time a lot? The Hatchet is so good. It's such a fun movie. If it's so are, fun. If you are in the target audience for that film, it's great. Oh, yeah. It's so... Oh, I'm so if excited. you're not, not as great. But... Sure. Uh, anyways, that's kind of our announcements uh, right now. Moving on from that, you know, check us out on all the normal places. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other interweb podcasting places. Uh, we're also on YouTube. If you want to watch us there, it's a great place to, like, show us some support. Because uh, we can see that. You can, like, subscribe, give our videos likes, hit that bell. Otherwise, YouTube's one of the two places for communicating with us. Uh, you can leave a comment on our videos, and we'll see that. Or on Bob's Twitter, you know, maybe tell us your favorite ice cream treats as a kid. <laughs> We're interested in hearing that. I am, actually. Because, honestly, I will judge you. There are certain Bob's not the cream. person to judge, though, because he got those SpongeBob popsicles Those as a are child. good! But they're objectively not good quality. That might be fair. <laughs> that is fair. That might be fair. All right. That's fair. Okay, before I move on to the Twitter stuff, I oh. wanted to tell the audience something, and I... This is semi-important, so the way we upload our content to podcast platforms recently added a bunch of new platforms that we, I can upload to, and I, like, basically set it to where I'm uploading to a bunch of new stuff, new places. So if you're on YouTube listening to this, and we originally were not where you get your podcast, we probably are there now. There's like five or six more that got added. I went in and auto like set it up so everything gets uploaded to those new places. So ch- like double check if you're on YouTube, you want to get us on your platform. We might be there now for sure. I just thought that was an important announcement to make. Okay. Otherwise, check us out on Twitter at Beware the Board. That's where I post updates about the show, important stuff about the show, anything about the show goes on our Twitter. On Mondays, I post a spoiler post for Friday's episode, which is basically a hidden movie cover. You can reveal it, see what it is, so you can watch the movie before we do. So that whenever you watch the episodes, you don't get any spoilers. And then on any day an episode goes live, I post a link to the episode. So if you miss an upload or wondering when something went up, all of our links are on our Twitter. Last thing is check us out on TikTok, at Beware the Board as well. Where I post short form content from the show, extra outtakes, different clips from stuff that's never been seen before. Basically, if you like short form content or enjoy the show, check us out on TikTok and YouTube Shorts. It's where all of our short form stuff goes. I think that's it. All right. Yeah, we'll uh we'll see you guys next time.